Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each week we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and mentors who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals and made their successes. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hey there and welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. This week I'm going to be talking about something that is imperative to building your client list, building your business and welcoming 2022 with a much bigger line of income revenue. It's something that many, many people will bang on about and I know, I mean I've written about this in Scratch previously and it's something that's so, so important. We're going to be looking at the art of rebooking and retaining clients. This is something that when you're new to industry can be really, really tough because you're always feeling a little bit unsure of has the client liked what I've done? What are they going to think? If I ask them to rebook, it's bad enough. I've got to ask them to pay me. Um, Now I want to ask them to rebook when they haven't experienced what's going to happen after they leave. And um, you need to really, really get over that if you're new to industry. It's part of what we do. It's part of how the industry operates and clients expect to be asked. And if we don't ask them, then they will walk away because if you don't fulfill what their expectations are, you're kind of letting them down already. So don't be shy of asking them to rebook. It's the way that you build your column. It's the way that you help your your, um, salon grow their business and it's the way that if you own your own business that you can enhance your bottom line no end and also don't forget if you are employed then you know the chances are you're going to have incentive schemes in place and building your clientele and adding extra treatments into what they do or converting new clients into regular clients will help you build your bonus schemes help you build your incentives and will give you a very happy salon owner um, in the process. So rebooking can feel really, really hard. Um, When you ask that client, would you like to rebook? There's so many other questions that are involved in that process. And in your head, there's the whole thing of like, did they like you? Did they feel comfortable? Did they like what you did? Did they like the finish? And do they actually want to sit in your space again um, with you, listening to what you conversed about, um, how you developed your relationship with them? And there's so many different things tied up in that. Would you like to rebook in two weeks, six weeks time? And for the client, they're, you know, they're going to be having a lot of feelings around, did I feel comfortable in this space? Did I feel welcome? Was there enough colour choice? Did they know what they were doing? Were they experienced enough? Are they qualified? Are they insured? Um, I'm not sure how that went. You know, they're going to have so many different questions going through their head. And a lot of the time they're going to be thinking, God, this place is amazing. I loved it. I can't believe they did my nails like this. I can't believe my hair looks so amazing. And when you don't ask that question at the end of the treatment and at the point of sale of would you like to rebook? If you miss that opportunity, you've missed potentially anything from five, seven hundred pounds a year up to maybe a couple of thousand pounds a year coming through um, your revenue lines. And that's a really big missed opportunity if you do that on a regular basis. You know, all it takes at this time of year, we all have new clients that come through the door, maybe because they've left it too late and they've missed an opportunity with their regular therapist or stylist. And you can capitalise on that, you know, if you do such a good job 
and you can talk to them about the services that you provide, you have an opportunity to rebook that client. And generally it takes, in my experience, if you can get someone to rebook with you two or three times, you stand a much bigger chance of getting them to convert to being a regular client. You know, and a regular client is someone that's going to be with you for the long haul. They should be someone that automatically thinks of you whenever they need a service done. They should be the person that thinks of you whenever a friend asks where they could get something done or oh, I love your nails or I love your hair, I love how your skin looks, whatever it may be. Those are the clients that become your regulars and who will sing your praises to everybody else because they've made an investment in you as a therapist or as a stylist, as a nail tech, as a lash tech, whatever area of the industry that, it, that you're in. Those people have made a commitment to making sure that they repeatedly book with you. And so today we're just gonna look at how that can help your business and how you can make that happen. So already you would have been um, marketing and you would have been booking all your Christmas appointments through. Mostly now in salon, most bookings are gonna be taken, but we all know that there are points still in the day or in certain weeks during December that you still get slight fluctuations and those those bits of white space in your diary are not dead. They are opportunities. And so you need to see those as what they are. And they're opportunities for you to get a new client in and for you to impress them and wow them and convert them to being a regular and to be the person that puts more money on your bottom line and gets you more bonuses or more incentives. So when there's white space in your diary, make sure that you have a marketing campaign ready for Facebook and for Instagram or wherever else you choose to use nowadays. I mean, obviously we have TikTok as well and I know quite a lot of salons are utilizing that platform also. So just make sure that you have something in your um, back pocket ready to go. So if you get cancellations, if you have space left over that hasn't been filled, just try and market that as much as you possibly can. All of that white space is an opportunity for someone new to invest in your business and in your staff and to make sure that you are getting as much revenue as you possibly can and as many opportunities to get people in that you can impress to convert. So much of this seems so simple really but when you're in the role and you're working and it's busy some of it does slip so just make sure part of retaining clients is ensuring that they're always happy throughout the treatment every time they come and that first visit is so important you know there's that whole thing that first impression it takes seven seconds for people to make a first impression of you and your business so make sure that they're welcome is exemplary make sure that they get greeted properly make sure that they are welcomed into the premises and that you know you take their coat from them you know this is such an it's a really really key thing you know can I take your coat for you making sure you've got somewhere secure that they can see is you know secure making sure that their handbags are looked after you know and in today's world of designer handbags making sure their handbags not just thrown on a you know a harsh floor surface for some people I know I know many people that get quite obsessed by how their bags are positioned and where they are so just making sure that you've got somewhere that is not going to damage their very beautiful handbag can make so much difference you know providing um, table hooks if you have the, an appropriate um, table that you can do that for for manicure clients and um, gel clients if you're taking a client into a treatment room providing a beautiful basket for them to put their belongings in so that their clothes aren't just thrown on a chair I know once we had all the covid protocols in place in my salon 
there was a box for every client. And actually, it was something I'd not really considered previously, but it really, really helped. And a lot of clients really appreciated having something that was just for them to put all of their belongings in. And obviously, you know, we do have to be considerate of um, hygiene protocols and all that kind of stuff as well. But having like a nice, you know, even if it's just, you know, a box that you have designed to, you know, somewhere to put your bag and having a little, you know, bag box or something printed up on the front of it. All these little touches are a small investment and they make a client feel special and they make a client feel welcome. And all of those little touches are what will help in that process of when you say to them at the end of that um, sale, would you like to rebook? Those little things will be in their head still because it will be fresh and it will be more encouraging for them to rebook if the salon that they've been to previously doesn't offer things like that. Think about whether you offer refreshments. Think about whether you offer, you know, a little biscuit with your cup of tea or whatever it may be. But all of those touches that can be such a small cost can give that client that feeling of luxury, you know, that they are spending their money wisely and getting added value at all points is what will encourage those clients to come back. Things like providing hand cream at the end of a gel polish service. Little additional touches can make all the difference. And also just making sure Apart from that, that, you know, you show your professionalism and you show that you care about what that treatment is going to do for that person and what that service is going to do to help their lives. So making sure you do your consultation thoroughly, making sure that you make them feel welcome and at home and relaxed. If they feel relaxed, they're going to be more likely to want to return. If they are on edge all of the time, they're never going to want to come back. So just make sure that you're doing things like checking that what you're doing at all points is in agreement with whatever it is that they are expecting because people's expectations will remain fixed in their head and if you do not meet that expectation of what it is when they came in and they said to you I want to have x y and z done they will have an image in their head of how that's supposed to be so quite often it's a good thing to ask them if they have seen pictures on Instagram or other social media and if they can show you those so you have an understanding So make sure that at all times through that treatment, and this is really teaching you to suck eggs because this is stuff that we all should have learned in our initial training, but make sure that, you know, if you're doing a nail service that you're checking length, style, shape and colour every single time you need to choose something or that you need to adjust something. Make sure because, you know, there's so many different variations of what it could be. And clients can sometimes change their mind halfway through and just not tell you. And we all know that that happens. So just make sure that you do clarify with them all the way through their service, that they're happy and that they're ready for you to continue. And that will show them that you care, that you are listening to what they're saying. But make sure you do it confidently, because otherwise that could also come across as that you don't really know what you're doing and you're asking their opinion all the time. So it's a fine balance Um, But you do really, really need to make sure that you are letting them know that you're taking consideration over what their expectations are, what their result is going to be, and that you are doing the best for them that you possibly can. One of the other things that is important as well is to make sure that, especially when they're a new client, that you do go through what other services are available, make recommendations on what other treatments they could have that would benefit their lifestyle and whatever practices they have and suitable times for treatments and so on 
and make sure that they're aware of everything the salon does. You know, it doesn't need to be hardcore sales. It really doesn't. But just talking about, you know, if if a client's coming out of a treatment room or, and they, you know, they're worrying about what they've just had done, you know, just say, oh, you know, I think they may just have had this ex treatment done. And, um, oh, do you know, that could benefit you so much. You know, we all know how to talk about treatments. You know, we've all, most of us have been doing this for a very long time. And if you're new to it, you know, it's just practice. That's what it is. And you just have to have that little bit of confidence just to just take yourself over the edge and just talk about something. Talk about it to your friends. Talk about it to your parents. Talk about it to the dog or the cat if you need to. But get used to talking about those treatments because that's how you will get that client to rebook. And if you can get them to rebook for more than one service, then even better because that adds even more into the revenue line, into incentives, bonuses, and all that kind of stuff. Ensure that your aftercare is there. Make sure that when you have finished the service that you're doing, tell them how to look after it, tell them how to maintain it. Start that rebooking process at that point. As you're doing aftercare and you're talking to them about applying their cuticle oil, about making sure that they use appropriate treatments on their hair, or that they continue with the skincare regime that you've started in their facial, talk to them about the importance of them returning to you as a professional to have that professional grade service carried out on whatever weekly basis or monthly basis that they need to do to ensure that they are going to maximize the benefits of that service. Sometimes summarizing everything you've done as well can help at the end of a treatment because if you talk to them about what you have done, what service you've carried out, and you build that into the aftercare, as they're going to go to the point of sale, they're going to have all of that fresh in their minds. And that's the point when you then take their payment, you say, thank you very much, madam, that will be £50 for that treatment. Would you like to rebook for two weeks time? Would you like to rebook for six weeks time? Do you know if you have built that impression upon them, you know, you had that initial seven seconds of first impression. And then for most of us, you've probably had at least an hour of their time. For most, some, for some of us, that could even be, you know, if you're doing a, a hair color and cut service, that could be, you know, two or three hours that that client may have been with you, that you've had to build up that rapport, that conversation. If you're doing, a, like as a nail technician, if you're doing a full set of, um, of extensions, you probably would have had a couple of hours with that client to build up rapport and to get their to understand you as a person, you as a professional, and to build that relationship. And so you may be really surprised that when you say to them, would you like to rebook, they may just say yes. Remember that for most clients, they are waiting to be asked and not asking is missing the opportunity. Clients rarely rebook if they aren't asked. They're not going to say to you, oh, can I book? Especially if you're really busy this time of year at Christmas and they've got, they can see your next clients waiting, you know, just go for it. Ask the question. Build your business for the quieter months through January and February because all of these new clients that you have throughout December are going to be the ones that help get you through the quieter period of January and February, along with a lot of other marketing opportunities that you can do as well. Some businesses may offer incentives for follow-up appointments. And I used to go to a hair salon a long time ago that used they always used to do discounts on a particular day of the week. And then if you rebooked, you'd receive a discount on the follow-up appointment as well as an encouragement to get you to rebook. And I have to say, for me, it kind of worked at the time. And 
um, and for, and it was quite handy, really, because the, the day they always did their discounted treatments on was one of the only days I could get out of my salon. So it was really quite handy for me um, because it meant I most often got a discounted service. And if I didn't rebook, they would come back to me with multiple offers via email at a later point. So, you know, and I did rebook with them for ages and ages until I had my hair cut off and I didn't really need to go to the hairdressers um, in the way that I was at that point. It just shows that incentives can make a big difference. And I know for myself, uh, when I had my salon and over every Christmas, we did um, a little thing. And this will be something that helps the clients to rebook as well. All these little incentives will help clients to rebook. There are many, many things that can help clients rebook. And at Christmas, you know, generally we're going to give um, our clients Christmas cards. And what I did in my business was rather than actually sitting formally writing out to Jan, to and to Michelle, to Sarah, whoever, personalised Christmas cards. What we used to do was do a, gen- a generalised client card, the, always very small. I used to have a Christmas stocking that used to sit by our front door. And these cards would have little incentive um, lucky dips. We used to call it the Christmas lucky dip. And in that stocking would be opportunities for discounts of some free stuff to be added on as added value but also some percentage discounts for a multitude of different services so for example if there was something that we wanted to build client awareness of we wanted for people to experience so that they would add it to their service list if there was something that was new that they hadn't tried previously you know so we used to do a lot of things like you know we'd add a free eyebrow wax into um, another treatment so they could if they you know they'd get a little lucky dip slip that said you know book a um, an eyelash tint and receive a free brow wax because that's like a layering service that you know you can you can build an eyebrow wax into something very cheaply very easily and you know for those clients that you've sat looking across the nail desk out or looking in the mirror and looking at their brows thinking oh they could really do with it they could really do with the wax you know so we do things like that we'd offer um, you know, varying, and I always used to do. So we'd mostly they'd be fairly low. We, you know, I do sheets of you know twenty lots of ten percent off a nail service or ten percent off a facial, and then I'd do very reduced numbers in, as that went up incrementally. So we'd I'd do you know half a sheet of twenty percent, and then I'd do three or four thirty or forty percent, and we'd get. Um, a couple of 50% and then there would only ever be one free service but the clients were always aware that there was the opportunity that they could win the free treatment they could win this luxury free facial and a massage or whatever it may be and so they used to get one um one lucky dip per visit so sometimes people would book you know they'd split their treatments or they'd add extra treatments in so they could come back and have another treatment to try and get you know to get another go at the lucky dip And through January and February, the first time I did it, we only allowed the vouchers, um, the little Lucky Dip vouchers to be used in January. And then what happened was people had them left over. They'd only just found them in their purse or whatever. And so as February is also a quieter month, in the end, over a couple of years, I made the decision to allow those vouchers to be used through January and February. But it made people try new treatments. And so although they were saving money, they were still putting cash in the till all the way through our quiet period and it really really helped and I can remember the first year I opened um, I'd only opened in the November and so I had I didn't do this the first year and also it was a new business but January and February were quiet you know and it especially in a new business it's very very challenging that time of the year and as we all know at the moment with everything that's been going on with the pandemic our fluctuations 
of changing from how they have been previously, you know, and we're getting a sort of a much lower, for a lot of people, a much lower level of clients returning, a much lower level of spend. And, you know, some of us are really, really busy and things haven't changed and are busier because they may have had businesses local to them that have closed. They've managed to pick up those clients. But for a lot of us um, in industry, there's still a, a tendency for clients to not be as positively active within our industry. So if we can help them to try new things, if we can help them to spend the money that they've maybe not been spending when they've been working from home and not going on holiday, you know, if we can help them to realise that, you know, if you provide treatments in your business at the moment that provide well-being, self-care, relaxation I would really really be pushing those at the moment because I really feel that in the next year we're going to have a lot of people that have been burying the stress down um, of the pandemic and all of the worry and concern anger whatever it may be there's a lot of negative emotions flying around at the moment with, with clients and with people generally that you know if we can push people into those more sort of well-being driven treatments it's going to be good for our businesses good for our bottom line you're going to get clients that are going to be so happy that you suggested that to them that they will want to come back and have that treatment again so adding in extra service to those clients is going to be really really important and you know so you may have you know if you have a um, a hair salon where you've got um, therapists that are available as well or if you have a nail salon or whatever it may be that if you've got somewhere you know or get someone in to come and do the treatments if you don't have someone on your staff already find yourself a therapist that can come and help you find a reflexologist find an aromatherapist find someone that does Indian head massage find someone that can provide those services because also part of keeping clients and retaining clients and I, I learned this um, a few years ago from Susan Routledge I was at one of her um, at a, an event where she was speaking and she did this amazing analogy about table legs and about clients having um, more than one service type with you and that and what I took away from it was that you know if you have someone that has three or four different service types with you you become very very difficult to replace and part of that is about making sure that they stay with you, making sure they're spending their money with you. And um, and I think it's really, really important to recognise that even if you provide a very small number of services, getting your clients into the other different services that you offer. So even if you literally just do nails and there's nothing else that you do, you know, they can still book pedicure services. They can still have a luxury manicure every now and again. There's so many different ways that you can upsell to those clients to get them to do that. And that was part of what we used to do with these lucky dip things was that, you know, we'd add in, um, you know, a luxury element to a treatment as a freebie, just so that they get to understand what it is and why you charge that extra six pounds or 10 pounds or whatever it is for that. Normally, it doesn't cost a lot. And if it's these treatments are going to be redeemed within a time when you're fairly quiet it's better to have somebody adding something free and trying something that they then may rebook rather than having nobody filling that white space and part of this kind of answers the questions that are seen on forums across the whole of January and February is it just me or is everybody else quiet too and this is when it really really shows whether you manage to convert those new clients because as I was saying earlier everybody every business 
will have new clients in December. It is very unusual to never have a new client throughout the December period. And if you haven't converted them, it's going to show in January and February because you know, let's face it, well, in normal times, people go on holiday, you get a lot of winter holidays going on in January and February. So clients go away on holiday. And those new clients that you've converted, if you've done your rebooking properly, and you've done your their service properly to encourage them to rebook, they will help to fill those gaps and to build on your business. So just make sure that you and your team are rebooking as much as you possibly can. Fill that January and February and grow them into new clients for the rest of your year. Look at previous years and work out, you know, did you get that drop off in the winter? Ask yourself the questions. Did you convert all those new Christmas clients? Did you get too busy and just forget because when you got to the till, you were trying to do their payment, trying to rush your aftercare, the next client's waiting. Did you just think, oh, they'll rebook and they'll give me a call? Or did you tell them to do that? Because if you tell them to do that, most times they won't. Were you forward planning? Had you looked at what your January and February looked like before you hit the Christmas rush? And how has your business coped previously during the winter? You have an opportunity, if you're listening to this now on on the day of release or even the week after, you have an opportunity to make your January and February better. Could you benefit from better planning and putting provision in place to make sure that you and your team are rebooking or offering incentives for those clients to rebook for January and February so that you can keep them with you and build them into regular clients? Whenever you're quiet, it doesn't matter what time of the year it is, think about these questions and check your rebooking levels. If you have computerized systems, many of them will show you your rebooking rates and it's really valuable um, reporting to look at. Remember, and this is very much more aimed at the business owners. Remember, if you are offering a service, say for example, 30 pounds of fortnightly service, to a nail client. If you can get that client to book with you every two weeks for the next year, that's £780 on your top line. If you are in hair and you're doing a um, cut colour service that you do every six weeks and you charge, say, £125 for it, that's going to give you an extra £1,000 revenue over the year. And if you could get five of those clients, that's £5,000 worth of revenue every year. You know, if you do facials, then and you charge in £75 for that monthly facial. If you can convert that client to be your client over the next year, that's £900 worth of revenue for that one client. £4,500 over the year if you can get five of those clients at Christmas. You know, that is a huge amount of money and incentivizing your team to be able to... if. Give them an incentive every time they rebook somebody. If they can get someone to rebook for five appointments or six appointments, give them a bonus. Make sure because if that if you've they're bringing four and a half thousand pounds worth of client income into the business or client revenue into the business over the next year as a result of their rebooking skill, then that four and a half thousand pounds revenue, you know, I'm sure that every business owner could give something to their employees. Think about what the revenue line is for every service when you multiply up to a regular client. 
and also think about what the revenue opportunity is when you convert one of your existing clients who you haven't even had to pay, pay for marketing for, when you convert one of your regular clients into a new treatment that they add into their existing treatment. So if they're a now client and they spend their £30 every fortnight with you, that's £780 a year that you're earning from that client. But if they then add in a facial every month, then you know, you're going to earn an extra £900 from that client. And all you've had to do is talk about it. There is nothing else you've had to do, but just talk about it. Get them and maybe if you do an incentive to give them, you know, 30% off their first facial, you can then get that service right and you can talk them through what's going to happen, how it's going to benefit them and how it's going to make their life better. If they do that on a regular basis, you've just increased your revenue by £900 a year. Where can you go wrong? And it hasn't really even cost you anything to do it. It might have cost you 30% of one treatment to be able to get that client in. So for the cost of maybe 20, 25 pounds, you could earn 900 pounds extra on your revenue stream. And that has got to be a good thing. Look at getting your self-training, look at getting your staff training on rebooking and having their confidence. A lot of it is just confidence that it comes down to. But that lack of confidence, being too busy, whatever it is that is the reason that you aren't getting rebooking, you are letting thousands of pounds walk out of your door. Encourage your team to think about the fact that, you know, they need to even see that client as a pound sign with 900 pounds on them or with 1500 pounds on them. And if you know, and if you provide aesthetics, you know, you could be talking thousands of pounds a year that you are missing the opportunity with, you know, for somebody to come and have serious high level aesthetic facials or treatments, you know, those can be two, three, four hundred pounds, maybe more even each time they come to you. And if they're having that done on a monthly basis, they're having 400 pounds worth of facial treatments done on a monthly basis that is just short of £5,000 on your revenue line. And for a lot of the aesthetic treatments, they don't take that long. And £5,000 revenue stream per year for one person is a huge amount of money to let walk out of your door. Ways to help this rebooking are, of course, computerised booking systems. There are so many out there. I used Avartu for years and absolutely loved it. It was a great thing for my business. But of course, you've got other things out there like Forest and Schedule, iSalon, Fresher, there's Timely, there's so many of them. Systems give you the opportunity to book your clients forward to a set period in the future. So we used to book, we would quite often make sure that we allocated an extra couple of minutes at Christmas to booking our clients an appointment that was recurring every two weeks, every three weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, whatever it was they needed. And we would be booking now at this point, we would be booking and saying, okay, Mrs. XYZ, would you like me to rebook that for you on a recurring basis so that your appointments for the whole of the next year are organised and we can book you through to, let's have a look and we'll book you through to January 2023. That means that that alleviates white space in your diary. It means that that client has got your time in your business booked. It means that they do not have to worry for the entirety of that year. Every service they require is booked and always give them the little added bonus that that means that next Christmas's treatment is already booked. 
We always used to say to our clients that they had the opportunity to rearrange any appointments they needed to, as long as obviously they gave us plenty of warning and that if Christmas appointments next year needed adjusting, then we would do so at the time. And we would start that process usually in about September, October of just adjusting everybody's appointments backwards or forwards, depending on when Christmas falls. But it means that those clients then have committed themselves to you for that next year. So beyond anything occurring that they have to have a a proper cancellation and they can't come anymore or something along those lines, they move out of the area, that generally most of those clients will continue that through the year. And it means that you know exactly where you are most days of the week. You have a framework of times and clients that are booked and that means that you have got a framework that you know what revenue you're going to have coming through your door. The booking systems also give you a massive opportunity to not only look at rebooking and recurring appointments, which will be invaluable to you as you develop your business, but it means that you also have um, more time because that one-click diary management frees up your time. It allows easier management of staff rosters, of stock, business projections, and all sorts of things. It means that your clients can book online 24 hours a day. So if they decide they want to have an additional treatment or they need to adjust something with their treatment, some systems will allow them to make changes to their appointments you can and I know on of R2 I could allow that to happen or not happen and it really really makes a difference you can have loyalty schemes attached to these programs and so that the opportunities the reporting that you can do to help you understand how your business is working what your forward projections are what you did you know five years ago on Thursday afternoon you can check all of those figures and the revenues that came from different services it is invaluable and if you do not have a, an electronic booking system and reporting system I would really really recommend that you buy one because it just makes it will prompt you at the point of sale does this client want to rebook and just having that little mental reminder to get you to ask the client would you like to rebook may bring an extra £900, an extra £2,000 into your business for the next year. Remember that booking systems allow you to see patterns of gapping that you can aim your marketing at the most suitable demographic to fill those spaces. So if you are getting gapping at 10 o'clock every morning, you could perhaps target local mums dropping their kids off from school. If you're getting gaps at six o'clock in the evening, market the city workers that are going to be coming through from the train stations and stuff that may be nearby to you. A lot of this is basic business awareness and business knowledge. But just think about it. You know, if you can see that in six months time, you're going to have massive gaps every Saturday afternoon because, you know, a particular client's just left the area, then think about who has then who has that treatment done on a Saturday afternoon. Think about who they are, where they go, all of that ideal client stuff. Think about who they are, where they are, where they go, and why you're going to be able to convert them to be with you. Research the options that are available on all of these systems because they all do slightly different things. And I know across all the forums you're forever seeing people rave about one system, moan about another system. And um, and some of that's just down to our own ability to be able to work with a particular system. It may be that if you don't align with the developer's um, vision, you're never going to get that system. And for me, I kind of got a VAR I understood how it worked. And for me, it worked wonders. But I know other people that can't stand it and they absolutely love Forest. 
pluses and minuses to everything that we look at in business. So find the system that works best for you. And remember, the most important thing is that when you have provided that amazing service for your client and they are happy, rebook them. If they love you, make them do it again and again and get them to be a regular so that you can retain. Rebooking, retaining is key to a successful business. I'll leave you with that. And I know that all of you out there are going to be getting so, so busy coming up to Christmas. And all I can say is I really, really hope that we get to continue practicing what we do all the way through into the new year this year and that we don't get any kind of lockdown um, in any way whatsoever. And as I'm saying this, it's just it still seems quite surreal that we're still living through this. But I really hope that everyone has a really successful Christmas and brings in as much revenue as they can. And just remember, be confident in what you are doing and rebook those clients at the point that they are happiest and on their biggest up of that day, because that's going to be your best opportunity to convert them to be your regular. Next week, I will be talking um, to the wonderful Sam Blake, who is safe for Salon Geek. And we're going to be talking about how you can react appropriately to what is going on with the Omicron variant and um, we're going to have a lot of conversation around salon safety and work as I say just working with this new variant and how you can continue to keep you your team and your clients safe and sound and how you can react to any variations in your business as a result of what is going on. So I will see you next week and look forward to that wonderful interview I'm going to have with Sam because I know whenever we get on whenever we get on a call we end up it could be a long interview I warn you um but I'll try and keep it as concise as possible because we do both like a chat and uh and I hope to see you on YouTube watching the video and for me to be in your ears if you're listening on the podcast see you next week bye for now Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with other industry professionals you think may enjoy the show too. For links and further information, you'll find those in the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. You can also hear more from me and join the Inspiring Salon Professionals community on the Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.